Hello everyone. Welcome to the new episode of Money Works for Me podcast. We are recording this session on October 26, 2021. In today's podcast, we are going to discuss about an online portal engage in the trading of beauty and wellness products. Yes, we are talking about nika.com. Talking of the details of this IPO, the IPO date is from 28th October to 1st of November 2021. The price band is between Rs. 1085 rupees to Rs. 1125 per share and the lot size is of 12 shares. The issue size is about 5300 crore and post issue implied market cap is about 53000 crores. 90% of the IPO proceeds will go to the existing shareholders and the rest will be utilized by the company for branding expenditure, repayment of borrowings, capex for setting up new warehouses and set up for new retail stores for subsidiaries with me i have our equity analyst rushikesh bise to discuss more on this topic also you need to stay with me till the end to know what money works for me recommend about this particular ipo so rushikesh welcome to today's podcast hi aditya so coming to today's topic rushikesh can you brief us more about nika.com and its business model So Aditya as you mentioned in the introduction uh, nika.com is an online portal which is engaged in the trading of beauty and wellness products the company has a diverse portfolio of beauty personal care and fashion products including the own brand products uh, manufactured so as of fy21 the company offered close to 20 lakh uh, sku's or stock keeping units from 3800 odd national and international brands across the business verticals it owns a portfolio of uh, 13 brands and talking of business model uh, nika.com is an e-commerce website which is only focused on beauty products on its website it lists its own brands and the other brands it's a platform business which sells its own brands plus the uh, distribution company for the other brands and nika only has uh, online presence as of now okay can you tell us about the management of this company So uh, prior to that FSN e-commerce ventures or Nika was incorporated in 2012. Uh, Falguni Nair is the founder, executive chairperson, MD and CEO of the company. Uh, she holds a postgraduation diploma in management from IIM Ahmedabad and has about 26 years of experience in e-commerce, investment banking and broking. Nihir Parekh is the CEO of Nika Man which is a business arm of Nika e-retail. He has over 11 years of experience in technology and e-commerce. He previously was employed with GeneTech INC USA and GE Healthcare. Then we have uh, Rina Chabra who is a uh, CEO of Private Labels. She has over 23 years of experience in cosmetic and e-commerce industry. Her previous employment experiences include uh, Colorbar Cosmetics, HUL, Marico Industries Limited. So you can see we have uh, experience management here. Right. So coming to the key point our opinion on the company what is your opinion on financials of this particular company and how do you find the business good bad or gruesome so uh, nika has been reporting stellar growth of about 30 to 40% cagr we are expecting similar growth trajectory for over next 3 to 5 years given the size of the company and the growth of the industry that it is into So the company is profitable at operating level which is quite good as it can fund lot of growth internally. Uh, bulk of the investment it requires is in the form of advertisement and promotion. Because it's a new company, 
and the new investments can happen in inventory if the company goes for its own brand uh, and uh, talking of the business model uh, the company looks good it has potential to become great if it can make its customer base sticky so as i said uh, nike is an online distribution based on cosmetic brand and becoming e-commerce platform for other branded products in beauty and fashion uh, to give you some numbers uh, nike is seeing a good traction in its new visitors so the new visitors have more than doubled from 2019 to uh, the 5 months of fy22 ending august 21 the number of visits has also doubled in 2021 today the delivery cost is about 4 to 5% of the order value and the company absorbs it completely over time uh, nike can either pass it on to the consumers or start a subscription plan the operations of the company are profitable which is a positive as it can fund growth internally which i already mentioned and uh, it would need fresh fund uh, time to time to fund its growth the uh, other strengths of the company uh, include its strong brand and the product quality and the low cost distribution through the online channel so you mean there is a good opportunity of growth here due to growing industry can you throw some numbers on what kind of opportunity the company has over here So the beauty products market altogether is a one lakh crore industry uh, with a growth rate of fifteen percent plus, and uh, Nike is just three percent market share and has a lot of room to grow. Uh, fashion industry is even bigger at about seven lakh crores, but you cannot assume it as uh, Nike's addressable market because it's more heterogeneous, uh, and Nike's share of fashion business is very small and has scope to expand. However, uh, fashion industry has more SKUs leading to higher inventory investments, uh, lower inventory turns and this lowers the ROI of the company. As of now the size of the company is small and the company is experimenting lot of things to conclude how it would evolve in the future. Okay, the opportunity seems to be pretty big here. What challenges do you see before the company in taking advantage of these available opportunities? Uh, yeah so the online distribution has low barriers to entry uh, which makes it easy for the competitors to enter the market so it can be more gruesome if uh, the big whales like amazon and flipkart they swallow many small ventures by beating them in delivery price and uh, reach which they can so the company runs a significant risk that similar quality products can be introduced by other brands at lower prices and hence the online distribution alone will not make a cut for the longevity of the business so can nike overcome these challenges yes it can very much overcome these challenges uh, in our opinion what can help nike overcome this uh, challenges is getting its customer used to it so it can start a subscription model like we have amazon prime uh, for future stickiness it can offer uh, quality and innovative products to beat out the competition and the foremost thing is lot of branding and endorsements to spread the awareness about the brand which currently the company is uh, doing uh, quite a lot all right my next question is about valuation we would like to know what kind of price we are paying for nike ipo now uh, so nike today earns close to 3300 crores annualized based on its quarter one of fy 2022 sales this is almost 34% higher than the last year we are expecting a run rate of 25 to 30% over next 5 years um, and this is on the basis of the growing industry and fast growing online channel of distribution uh, at asking price the market cap is around 53000 crores which is almost uh, 16 times the price to sales 
since Nike is into early stage of growth, it spends heavily on the marketing and promotion. This makes the current operating margins look subdued. To us, the uh, headline valuation looks quite steep. The upside risk and high growth business is that uh, growth can be exponential in initial years or a company can expand scope of its business by venturing into different products, markets or acquisitions. Now, for example, Nike's expansion into bigger addressable market like uh, fashion industry increased its scope. When you have such possibilities, uh, you can't forecast uh, uh, on a linear basis. Uh, so this linear forecasting fundamental investing model doesn't work here. So if it really scales up faster than the industry growth, it can become at least four times today's size in five years time. Uh, since industry is rupees 8 lakh crores, uh, I'm including the beauty and fashion here. It has an ample scope to grow. The online distribution business can also grow without requiring much capital investments. Okay. So Rushikesh, finally, I would like to ask you, what is Moneyworksome's recommendation on this IPO? Yeah, because the company is high growth as well as it is present in attractive sector, it is valued at very steep price. So for Moneyworksome, it remains a high risk and high return investment for a small portion of a portfolio. Such high risk ventures are usually funded by private equity players that manage smaller riskier portions of HNI or institutional investors portfolio. In that case, why should it be any different for a retail investor? So our recommendation is that if you like the business model or if you are willing to accept higher risk for potential higher returns, you can subscribe to this IPO. But you have to restrict it to 1-2% to of your portfolio and please remember that high risk doesn't guarantee high return. For the others, uh, you can subscribe for a listing gain and later deploy the funds to more predictable and undervalued stocks. We understand that not everyone looks for the best investment in the market, but steady compounding. Thanks Rushikesh for sharing your outlook on Nike IPO. I would like to highlight here that Money Works for Me does not recommend buy just because of the IPO market is hot. We do not earn any commission or fee for promoting IPOs. So expect an honest review from us on the business model and valuations. To all our listeners, I am also sharing you a blog which we have written on this IPO. For more data and insights, you can go through the blog. Also, if you have any specific question on the IPO on this particular company, you can mention into the comments box. Till then, happy investing.